And welcome back to the Rev4 Unplugged podcast. Today we're joined by Lara. Hey, thanks for having me. You're so welcome. And today we're talking about imposter syndrome part two. Now, before we get started, if you're watching on YouTube, remember to like, subscribe, and pop any comments in the box for Lara below. So, welcome back to the podcast, Lara. Thanks for having me back again. You're so, so welcome. So, today we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome part two. Now, mm -hmm. after putting out your last podcast, we had a lot of response from this on our social media. So, we thought it was only right to podcast and come on and talk about this topic again, um, as it's such a broad topic and we could probably go into a lot more detail yeah. we have also done a little um questions like we've had questions come in to ask you about all about imposter syndrome basically so you're going to go into more depth about it this time yeah where do you want to start on this topic obviously it's such a broad topic i think just to just to recap for anybody who didn't watch it um imposter syndrome is an internal feeling of believing that you're not competent um, enough or as much as other people perceive you to be. Um, and you basically just feel like a phony all the time um, and that at any moment you're going to screw up and people are going to find out like, oh, she was, she's just winging it, faking it till she makes mm -hmm. it. And um, that's basically it in a nutshell. And that's that's across all parts of life, isn't it? That's, you know, mm -hmm. personal life, that is work life as well. It comes into every part of your life, doesn't yeah. it? Absolutely. And is that something that you've, was it just a work thing for you or was it every aspect of your life? I think for me mainly it was through the different jobs I've had in my life, but I found that even, you know, in my personal life, um, like being in a band, for example, my abilities as a singer um, or like say learning the words to a song and trying to pick out harmonies, even before I'd even tried I was already saying, I'm not going to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. This is too hard. It's too much. I don't have enough time to learn all these songs. Um, it, yeah, it's it's that instant self-doubt before you've even taken it's on like the task. It's a negative sort of... It's like you're talking yourself out of it. You're convincing yourself you're not good enough, mm -hmm. which is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. You're convincing yourself you're not good enough before you've even attempted to do it yeah. so it's all kind of in the mind isn't it we touched mm -hmm. on this in the last podcast everything is in your mind and you have to tell yourself you are good enough do you want to tell us a bit more about your experience with um with imposter syndrome and the sort of things that made you realize you know you, this is something you had um I think so going back a few years ago like once once my I spoke to a friend who told me what it was because I had told him about something and he said, that sounds like imposter syndrome. We'd mentioned that in the last podcast. Um, but I realised that I had it and I, and I was thinking, this makes so much sense. And obviously I'm not the only one, thank God. Mm -hmm. There's, Which kind of makes you feel a little bit better anyway because um, you're, you're not alone with it. Um, but it was mainly in, in work um, with my abilities just straight away. Um, not thinking that I'm going to be able to complete the jobs that I'm being asked to do, my job role. Um, just not thinking that I'm I'm good enough. Um, and I'm I'm really just winging it, and it's all based on pure good luck. Yeah. That if I do a good job or I get to where I am, 
it's because of other factors in life that came into it. Nothing to do with my own abilities. God forbid I think that, oh, I can actually do this. Mm -hmm. That's what imposter syndrome is. You can't possibly believe that you're good enough to do anything. It's all just down pure luck and that you're just winging it and somehow you're convincing the people around you. Um, The people that are telling you, oh my God, that was such a good job that you did. Uh, oh, that's really good. How did you do that? And, you know, or you get a promotion or you're just instantly thinking, I'm a phony mm-hmm. and it's all going to come crashing down. That's... Like people are going to find yeah. out this isn't me type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Is it... Is it something? Sorry, I'm gonna to have to cut that off because I really couldn't remember what I was just saying. And uh, I picked that back up. Um. So, is this something that when somebody, you know, you've got colleagues around you, friends, family, who are saying, "No, you genuinely are so good at this," is it something when they're saying those things? Do you think, are oh, they lying to me? Everybody's lying to me. You know, they don't see that I'm. I'm just winging it here. They think I'm. I've got this talent or whatever. Um. There's an element of that, um, and that's not a reflection on those people that are giving yeah. me those compliments because it comes from within yourself. Yeah. Because again, it is in the in the mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it would be that moment of thinking. I did just saying that to to mm-hmm. keep me sweet, as we'd say back home in Dublin. Um, are they just exaggerating? Um, trying to make me feel good, feel better about the situation. Yeah, and then there's another side of the sword. Is that when you're listening to people giving you compliments and saying, oh, you did a really good job, that was so cool, or wow, you're so talented, you're thinking to yourself, I'm not really, though. I could have mm-hmm. done better. Yeah, I could have gone back, and if I was to do it again, I'd I'd do this a different way. You just start nitpicking, mm-hmm. and that there's another side to this imposter syndrome, and it's, it's perfectionism. Yeah. And it's also a self-sabotaging thing that you do to yourself, that the that overachieving of of doing your tasks in work it's straight away you're thinking you put unnecessary pressure and anxiety on yourself to do a really good job um when you probably didn't have to put in as as much time or as much of an effort mm-hmm. but like in reality but because you've your um that anxiety that you feel you're just like, oh, I need to, I need to get this done. I need to do it really, really well, and you almost ruin it for yourself because you stress yourself out through the whole mm-hmm. process, um, and that's where you can trip up and make mistakes because you're stressing out. Whereas if you just relaxed, believed in yourself a little bit more, you, you'd probably actually end up doing a better job. I think that's it. Like you need to give yourself credit where credit's due, as mm-hmm. they say. Um, you know, once you've done something right, you need to tell yourself, actually, no, I I did that mm-hmm. and I did it right and I did it to the best of my ability. Yeah. And I think with imposter syndrome, that's where obviously your negative, doubting, like beliefs are coming through, sort of saying you're not good enough type mm-hmm. of thing. Whereas it's, it is all in the mind. Yeah. And we, we did talk about this a bit in the last podcast. Um, what were the main key things that helped helped you sort of get out of that mindset do you just have to tell yourself constantly I am good enough um yeah definitely um it's just about training your brain to think a different way and that's Um, that's all you can do I suppose isn't it yeah and also really listening to what people are saying Mm -hmm. to you get that positive feedback take it in and go yes you know I can do this but also realizing what imposter syndrome is and when that creeps in 
you know what it is. So you you have a, you have two options. You either go down the rabbit hole with it and, and ruin it for yourself, mm-hmm. or you stop yourself and go, no, do you know what? This is that pesky imposter syndrome trying to claw its way back in. No, I'm I'm not having it. I am good at this. I can do it. Go away. <laughs> Love that positive attitude. That's it, Love yeah. that. I can see you've got some sort of notes regarding um imposter syndrome Mm. are these sort of areas that you've personally experienced is this what this is do you want to talk us through those absolutely so I wrote these down um just from my own experience but I think a lot of people listening to this podcast will um resonate with it a lot Mm -hmm. um so it's just a few characteristics of what imposter syndrome is, what you can experience. You can either experience all of them, which is something I have, or you'll experience just a few of them. So the one of them is um, just self-doubt, like straight away, just self-doubting yourself. Um, the inability to realistically assess your competence and skills. Um, you're attributing your access to external factors. So, for example... If I've succeeded in a task and I've done it well and someone has said, that was really good, well done, straight away you're thinking, well, it wasn't me that made that good. It was it was something else. Someone gave me advice or someone helped me mm-hmm. with that. You're trying to, you're, you can't... Push the credit onto someone else. Exactly. It's like you can't just accept that, you know, you did a good job. Yeah. Um, berating your performance. So if someone says... You did a great job. Oh, no, I, I didn't. I could have done that better and, and I messed up there and just straight away just berating your performance, mm-hmm. basically. Um, the constant fear that you won't live up to the expectations. So if you're doing well in your job or in other areas of your life, um, it's that fear of, of letting people down or doing something wrong um, and not quite being able to be okay with that of of possibly not succeeding um and then there is another aspect of basically being an overachiever um you know some things just aren't possible that that could be a bit of a risky thing to say um I don't mean to come across like I'm sounding negative but I think if you are constantly overachieving all the time you will trip up and fall yeah um that's that is a that's an an opinion that I have. So yeah. feel free to obviously comment after this podcast and give us your opinions on it. Like, um, and then there's the self sabotage. So the self sabotage of your own success, um, basically just ruining it for yourself before you've even got started on the task at hand, um, and then so setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. So I definitely feel um, like this one resonates with me a lot. So aiming high and when you don't quite meet the mark, then it's like, that. well, I'm not good enough. That's why mm-hmm. I didn't get there. Absolutely. Do you think maybe doing small, short goals to get to your main goal would help you feel more accomplished? You'd, you'd reach these tiny little hurdles and you'd overcome these little things before going for the, the huge one. Do you yeah. think that would help loads of yeah, someone? Yeah, definitely. I, I would agree with that. I think yeah. that's a good practice to do. So that you can have these little achievements, credit yourself for getting there, and then eventually you'll get to that main goal and you've got there and, yeah. and you don't have to doubt, doubt yourself because exactly. you, you got there. Yeah. 
top Take tip time. from me. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I giving top tips? Um, and we did put it out on the socials. Any questions for Lara? Obviously, she's come on talking about imposter syndrome. So a few people have got back to us. So thanks so much if you're one of those people. Um, so one of the questions was, are you a workaholic? Um, some people would think that I'm not, but I'm going to say I am. Um, I find it very difficult to take breaks. Switch off. I find it very difficult to switch off. Um, even just getting up from the table and walking around, um, I find it difficult to do that. Um, and finishing work, I'm getting better at it now where I'm setting myself a time to finish at and close the laptop down. Yeah. Um, whereas before, I was just working till like eight and nine o'clock at night um, because I was getting so overwhelmed with myself and getting mm-hmm. stressing myself out that I was making mistakes and I wasn't actually working efficiently. Whereas I'm, I'm trying to practice, um, basically time management. Um, and I'm doing a lot better now where I'm finishing at, at a decent time. Um, within reason, like if there's, if the, there's something really important that needs doing and then it needs doing and I'll work, I'll work later to get it done. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd work on the weekends if it, if it was needed, I'd, yeah. I'd work on the weekends. And I think it's maybe because being a workaholic, a bit of a workaholic is because you're trying to prove yourself or something. Yeah, absolutely. That's and where that, it comes that's from. That's what it is. Yeah, that's for me anyway, I I feel like I have something to constantly prove, especially yeah. when you're, if you're new to a job, I think a lot of people's natural reaction yeah. is to, I got to prove that I can do this, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Our next one, that was our next question answered. Our next one was, <laughs> do you feel you have something to prove? We've answered that yeah. one. Um, do you self-sabotage? And if so, how do you do so? Um, I do. And I have done many times in the past. Um, again, it, it just comes back to a specific task that you're given either in work mm-hmm. or in your personal life. And straight away you're thinking, do I have enough time to do this? Oh, I have to I have to do that thing and I have to do that thing. And oh, am I going to be able to do this? That's a bit difficult. I don't think I'm going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to pull this off. You so know? you're self-sabotaging by telling yourself you can't do it before mm-hmm. you do it. And that also turns into procrastination then. So yeah. you put important things on the back burner. And then it comes to the very last minute. And then you're like, oh crap, i got to get this done. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you end up pulling it out of the bag. But the stress you put yourself under through the whole process of that, whereas if you just had of not self-sabotaged and just started the task straight away and did it bit by bit, you, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have stressed yourself out. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Do you deflect responsibility for your actions is our next question. This is funny, actually. We were talking about this recently in work. Like accountability. Ac- accountability, yeah. Um, and I, I thought it was really interesting to listen to the girls talking about it um, because it's something that is important to me and I try to practice accountability. Like if I've been given a task or it's my responsibility to do something, I kind of tell myself, right, this is your responsibility. If you don't get it done if you really mess up or it's late, you know, you don't, you miss the deadline. You need to be willing to own that and say, listen, that was my job and I screwed up. I didn't, you know, be accountable for your actions. Um, yeah, it is a very important thing in, in everyday life. I think, 
Um, and I, it is something that I'm definitely more aware of now. Yeah. And just trying and to find that, that that helps with the with the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Being definitely. accountable. Big time. Yeah. Um, it's the imposter syndrome is something that I've got more of a handle on now. Now that I've got a better understanding and yeah, I'm practicing trying to get over it basically mm-hmm. because it's it's not a, it's not a serious thing or it, again it's just it's in the mindset you yeah. know and it's just about changing the way you think yeah um just don't let it um take over your 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 professional and personal life um and just have more confidence in yourself you can do it just you keep t- just tell yourself you can do it you can do anything you put your mind to isn't yeah that right? absolutely yeah. absolutely anything so we hope Laura's advice today has helped anyone who's listening who who feels they you know feel similar if they feel they they might experience some of these symptoms of of imposter syndrome and um, let us know how you get on we want to know and again Laura is here to answer any questions that you may have so please pop them all in the comments box below um, and it's been a pleasure having you back on Laura so well, thanks for having me on again you're so Lovely. welcome thanks for coming on um, but for now guys we will catch you in our next podcast bye, bye.